Hey, I'm Jacob. And I'm Alden. And we're both teachers at a Canadian school in China. And we're searching for answers. But poorly! So that makes us real human beings. This is our podcast where we talk about random stuff, like uh, movies, TV shows, music, life in China, teaching, politics, sports, pretty much whatever we're interested in. Uh, so what's on the schedule today? Well, where does it start? Where does it stop? This this one's a Super Bowl, but again, we can start anywhere. Well, you start with the Super Bowl. Let's start with the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's start with sports. Yeah, let's All right. Up. All right, let's get started. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, you got something for us? I do. You know what time it is, Alden? It's it's football zone. <laughs> Was it zone or time? It, it, I right? can't remember. Right, well, whichever one. Uh, yeah, it so, switches each, <laughs> each time. Um, maybe you could put both of them together or something. Yeah, you know? zone time. Uh, so yeah, so we watched kind of or we followed along. We, right? Yeah, we yeah vaguely yeah. like uh, there was, uh, we're in China, obviously. So getting a stream to come uh, is a lot harder than I. Realized? It's, imp- it's impossible. Yeah, we couldn't get it. To- well, there we was, could watch three seconds. Yeah, at a time because there was a. It, this is the thing. Whenever when I was in New York, we had to stream. <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's go on. Because Bill's games weren't weren't there, we had to stream it, and it was really easy to find a stream. This time, like the only thing that was streaming it was Fox Go. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like they really cut down on everything else, which I guess makes sense. Well, what they the what Super Fox Bowl, did but... was they were like, "It's free," so then everybody was like, "I'm gonna watch it." And then you're in China, and you have a VPN, and you're right. like, "I'd really like to be able." And That's nope. true. And yeah, because yeah. you can't watch it internationally, Fox, of course, is yeah. America first. I mean, who in China is really good? Yeah, that's true. Like ninety nine point nine percent of your viewership like, come, comes from <laughs> yeah. America. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, to recap, though, the overdogs, quote unquote, uh, Patriots, which were favored to win, they won in a stunning comeback, thirty four to twenty eight against the Atlanta Falcons. Kind of depressing in a way because mm-hmm. I dislike the Patriots. It felt a lot like a Bills game. I will say that right off the bat. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, we couldn't watch it, so it was kind of like just me every so often saying, "Oh, hey." Yeah. I I I, I feel like you know I'm I'm impartial. I don't yeah. care. Um, yeah. One way or the other. I know mm. the Patriots have won a lot. I know people are all this mad at them because they're the fifth for Tom yeah. Brady. Five yeah. out of seven, which means that there's been 51 Super Bowls. Yeah. Tom Brady has won a tenth. Right? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, a tenth, roughly yeah, a, tenth. a tenth. Slightly, slightly under a tenth. Yeah. Slightly more and than a tenth. He's slightly less than a tenth. He's been Math. in seven, which means he's slightly more than a tenth. Yeah. And he's won. Like, that's insane, yeah. isn't it? I mean, so he's, it might, that's the thing. It's like, you know, everybody likes to hate the overdogs, but I like it. Okay, so this is this is, this is why I'm impartial. Yeah. I understand why everybody hates the Patriots, and mm-hmm. I probably would dislike them too if I cared more about football. But I think it's a very good narrative as to why fiction is fiction, you know. Like in a movie where they got like the the ducks or whatever the what like they have to be the underdog. The underdog, the underdog always wins, right? It's in the movies. The the trope is the underdog always wins, but in real life, that's not the case. The underdog usually loses. (laughs) Usually, that's why they're called. Yeah, that's why they're called. That's why it's really unlikely that they'll win. So like. You know, I mean, part of and, it was, and there is there yeah. there are upsets. Obviously, I'm saying like there are upsets and upsets uh, in football. I think uh, I'm sure that you can list off some. I know that in uh, European uh, football or soccer, 
Um, there was a team about a year mm. and a half ago, uh, Nottingham, in the English Premier League, that went from a team that was like basically nothing uh, to the number one team in in yeah. the division um, by a, an obscene like by thirty two points or something ridiculous. It was like them at the top, and then the, the next the team in second was like thirty points below them, yeah. and it was just like some obscene <laughs> difference. And yeah. everybody's like, how do they do it? Oh, my God. And you know, the upsets do happen. But I do like getting reminded. Or I like when people get reminded <laughs> that the world doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. my... Well, I, I could say more, but let's, let's hear the people. Well, no, I mean... I, um, no, I'm just... Uh, part of the reason why this is so, I feel like, devastating for a lot of different people is the fact that it was, like, the for a time, the Falcons were up 28 to 3. Yeah, no, it was incredible. Like I remember yeah. Yeah. And then they just lost it all yeah. so that's why I say it feels like a Bills game because that's so what mm. the Bills always do they like do well and they're just yeah so devastating um, I have a couple points to bring but if you have anything else to I was just going to say that like I think that's always the mark of like a good yeah. team is yeah. consistency this is mm-hmm. what I always tell um, my students or really whoever or, or what, I th- what I believe about sports yeah. or talent in general it's way better to be consistent than it is to be have flashes of brilliance, like yeah, you don't want to go up and down. down. You don't want to go up and down because if you have, like Atlanta had its yeah. up, right? And oh my God, they're winning twenty one three. Holy Christ! There's no way they could lose us. Patriots is like, no, we'll just keep. Yeah. We'll just you know like they they have an ability to just well, they're good. I'm not saying they're not good. <laughs> what I'm until, saying until until the second half they had like a. a Pitnets of uh, of yards. Like yeah, I know, but awful. that's the thing. But they're but they don't yeah. like like a uh, a less. A team that disciplined, was, a disciplined team, a team saying, that was yeah. less skilled, or a team that was less um, mm. good at the sport, I guess was one way to put it, um, would cave under that pressure. Would be like, well, it's hopeless. Mm. We can't win. But it's about the discipline. It's about just being like, okay, let's just, you know, what can we do in a situation? How can we, you know, that's where you see um, the professionalism and the skill come mm. forward is when a team's able to like push past the sort of like insurmountable odds um, and sort of just. Dis- you know, regiment their way back. You, there's so many parallels: medieval combat, um, Dota 2. I could have. L- oh list, yeah, the list goes okay. on. The I'm list. surprised you brought that up only on your second point. <laughs> uh, you didn't realize that wasn't first. Anyway, sorry. Uh, your, your points. No, that's, that's well, my last. That's my last two. Seconds. No, so I have a I have a big kind of mm. nebulous thing that I kind of want to touch on, and uh, I'll start just talking about like the commercials. Mm. Uh, we didn't see in the commercials. Obviously, no. we weren't streaming it. And no. plus, we watched they the would, trailers. Yeah, well, we watched the trailers, and I, I on my own, I looked up some of the some of the different commercials, and it, it's interesting. They have the typical silly ones, like uh, there was that one with Justin Timberlake, Bye Bye, right? Sexy Mr. Clean. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, Sexy Mr. Clean. And Melissa remember- McCarthy, who you don't even know, <laughs> was like, what do you think of her? And you were like, uh, who oh, is she? Yeah. <laughs> Just fine. I mean, oh, uh, yeah, she's on the tree or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Then Justin Timberlake doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just like nods. Um, the one that I'd suggest checking out, though, the one I really like the T-Mobile commercials. There were like three. Mm. Uh, two of them have Christian Shaw, which is like, Good. of course. And then one of them features Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. Those ones are good. Those ones are funny. At least that, they give mm-hmm. my vote. They get uh, your vote. Or oh yeah, and the sprint, uh, the dad faking his death. That one was pretty fun. Just because the dad. I mean, it was a not a. It, uh, the thing is though, none of these were like high like bar like like I looked it up. It's four point eight million dollars for a thirty second spot. So they're all about thirty seconds. 
well, uh, T-Mobile, one of them was was a minute, Sprint was 30 seconds. Yeah, a lot of these were 30 seconds. But yeah, they're paying like $5 million, essentially. Um, None of these were, like, at the level of, like, does it really matter? I don't know, to me. Yeah. Um, So there were the silly ones. Those are the typical ones, right? Like, Mm. you expect those. Um, The ones that I want to bring up, though, and the thing that I think I want to bring out in general for the Super Bowl is the fact that uh, and there's a great Vox.com article I can't say enough like how good they are but they talk about uh, politically like controversial commercials uh, ironically that like like they point out that it's ironic that a positively minded commercial could be so like controversial here mm-hmm. and I'll just give you an example uh, so uh, the 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 subtitle they said was patriotism through diversity mm. and i don't know if you remember but there oh was yeah a, there was that thing last year yeah, there was the coke yeah. commercial right yeah. do you remember that one yeah I remember they're that. singing america the beautiful and a bunch and they, of different languages bunch yeah. of different languages right yeah so they actually rebroadcast that one during this one too and there's other ones too there's google did one that shows like a bunch of various things and there's like an lgbt flag in one part mm. um uh, Michelin, uh, weirdly enough, tires. They have one that was like showing different people and diverse things. And again, uh, probably two of two of the most um, like out there was this Budweiser commercial that shows I don't know the guy's name, but and and Heiser and Bush, those mm-hmm. two guys. Yeah, um, he's coming over from Germany, and people are like yelling him like, "Ah, oh, go back to you know." Germany, we yeah. don't want you here, right? And it's like an immigrant's journey. Yeah. And Airbnb, which straight up said like, uh, we don't care what, where are you from or what you look like, you know, uh, we'll, you know, stay in my shitty house. No. Um, yeah. But like, <laughs> like those are those are two yeah. of the biggest ones. But the one that made the most, and and I'd suggest looking this up if you haven't uh, before for anyone at home. Uh, but I'll describe it here. The one that made the most waves was this this tiny little company called Eighty Four Lumber. I don't actually know if they're tiny or not. I've just mm. never heard of them before. But it's this five-minute-long commercial, which they didn't broadcast all of it during the the, five the game. Minutes, Jesus. Yeah, because what they did is they cut halfway through and they yeah. say, um, for the rest of it, watch. Yeah. Go to our website, which actually like put the website down. Like it, it crashed so it, much. Yeah, yeah it's crashed it. Um, but the the ad itself, which I watched, and is it's well shot. Mm. Um, it's very emotionally manipulative, mm. which. I'm going to sound critical of it, even though I feel like, I don't know, whatever. But it's five minute long. It's about a a daughter and her mother, and they're trying to go to America. They're coming from, like, Mexico or something. Mm -hmm. That's the impression, because there's, like, Mexican flags and stuff. And they get to the border, and there's this huge wall. And the mom is super, like, depressed, and she's, like, and her, her daughter, like, made an American flag out of crap random like pieces of fabric she found on the side of the road and it's been cutting back and forth between like people using 84 lumber like whatever i I guess they sell lumber yeah i don't know if it's tools or if it's actual lumber but anyway so it's been cutting back and forth and then they go to the other side and they find that there's a door there yeah and they're like so happy because oh my god there's a door yeah and then it shows this guy who's you know driving in his truck and he's He's a white dude, and he's smiling satis- satisfactorily to himself, like, ah, I did a good thing today by yeah. putting a wall, a, yeah. a door, door in this in the wall. wall. Yeah, yeah. And it ends with uh, just just a, like, there's there's only music. No one yeah. says anything. It says, the will to succeed is always welcome here. Which, it's obviously... Like, it's would, very Nietzschean. 
<laughs> the will to power. Okay. So, sorry. Like, that's no, that's fine. I'm sorry. This is going to be a long yeah, yeah, rambling no, no, no. thing because I'm not even I'm not even finished with the, the bigger point I'm going to make. So but, this, people were up in arms about this? Right, because basically it's like, you know, Trump's wall thing. It's yeah. like we should have people come in. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Mm-hmm. That's the impression you would get. Ironically enough, though, the president of the company, this is why it's weird, president of the company voted for Trump and says that the commercial actually represents legal immigration, which is weird. Cause, I can see that. Like, it's like, like okay, we're, okay, so th- I th- this is his thought. I mean, like, Trump actually said something like this, like, he wants a beautiful door to let people in. Maybe that's the right? thing. It's like, so. he's like, I've got, okay, let's take, I'm going to, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. Yeah. But let's say he, like, he was a Trump supporter or he is a Trump supporter. And he believes in legal immigration, so it's like the idea. She, but, she. Yeah. so there's the wall, right, yeah. to keep the illegal immigrants out. And mm-hmm. our company supports building a door for yeah. legal immigrants. Yeah. And then that's why that end statement, the mm-hmm. will to success. Right. I mean, succeed, that's what she's saying. Is never like she's like, if you're a the, good working immigrant who like does everything legally, come on in. If you're an illegal immigrant, it's it's weird though because the company itself also at its website says it's like a. We're proud to be owned by a second-generation immigrant, uh, or, or you know, sons and daughters of immigrants. Well, I think that's I think owned that, by a, owned by majority women or something like that. And it's I like, mean, like huh. not to defend Trump, but no, his I'm, message whatever. has always sort of been one of let's stop illegal immigrants. Now, his ham-fisted ways of doing that are <laughs> idiotic, but I think the sentiment that a lot of conservatives mm. have is that well, if yeah. We do still want immigrants. We just want immigrants to follow a very strict vetting yeah. process that may be pretty racist. Hey, asterisks. It's, it's already asterisk, pretty. Asterisk, it's asterisk, already asterisk, pretty asterisk, yeah, extreme and whatnot. But but, but yeah, yeah. that's the sort of sentiment. And so, like when you have an ad like that, I can see mm. where it's coming yeah. from and why people would be like, why it would cause waves. I don't know. Yeah. What, well, what what sort of like. This whole diversity commercial thing causing yeah. controversy. Well, here's the thing. That's here's, always weird well, to me, well, okay. too. Because like... this, this brings out to a larger point that I'm going to try and make. For one thing, I think it's weird that we have, we're have we coming to the side of corporations, like yeah. defending, like, ah, oh, Coke, they did a great thing by, yeah. you know, saying they're, I mean, there are millions of dollars, right? They don't care. They, they can. Well, they do care because yeah. people, people but inevitably. They're multinational corporate. Like, we yeah, do Coke you, here but... and, well, we drink Pepsi and. Do they we, have Coke? We in? have Coke here. We drink Coke all the time. Oh, With the it cola? Yeah, it's cola. Yeah, but like Diet Coke? Like, yeah, it's there. Coke. Yeah, it's all there. Yeah. It's the glass bottles. Oh. Yeah. They're Coke? Oh. Yeah. yeah, well, whatever. It just proves <laughs> my point, right? They're a multinational corporation, yeah. but we're saying like, ah, it's great. They stood up to, yeah. of course, because they can take a $5, five, $5 million bath and yeah. just be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. People are talking about Coke. Yeah. Right? Um. But in general, I, I think like this broadens out to a bigger point is that people were talking even before the the thing ended, yeah. uh, the political comparisons of this game itself. Uh, Tom Brady and Robert Kraft, who are both play for New England, they were big Trump supporters before anybody else was. Mm-hmm. Atlanta, on the opposite side, is where John Lewis, who's this famous uh, civil rights mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. leader and all that, uh, that's where he's from. Uh, rap is like rap and yeah. hip hop is seeing a renaissance there. Yeah. Um, Georgia is this huge, you know, like cultural yeah. touchstone of yeah. that type of thing. Uh, but ironically, Massachusetts went for Clinton, where you know yeah. the Patriots are from, and Georgia went for uh, Trump, which is where the Falcons are from. But like, there was a comparison of it to the election. Like there was this one team that was supposed to or what had a huge lead, and then they blew it. Yeah, and then the rich white men like won. Yeah. 
And uh, <laughs> New England also was supported. You know that guy who got punched? Uh, Richard Spencer? Yeah. He tweeted out something that said, like, uh, I support the Patriots because they have three really good white ride receivers. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like, that's why I'm voting for them or whatever. Not to take anything away from the Patriots fans, but, uh, you know. <laughs> so the big question that I have is, because I have my, I think I have my own opinion about the okay. political comparison to the game itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what do you think? Do you think sports and commercials and not to say anything uh, beyond like Lady Gaga too. Mm-hmm. Like she's, been like a huge LGBT yeah yeah exactly and she she sang born this way and stuff like that right should this type of thing be politicized or is it like like because I think sports and commercials are inherently like a dumb thing like they're just dumb does well, it you, matter that they're politicized, or should they be politicized? You can't, you too can't much stop into it? commercials being politicized yeah. because, as you've pointed out, corporations are inherently a political, or like a, or they can have a bent, right? Like yeah. you can be an owner of a company and say, "I want to say this, so my commercial is going to say this," right? It, that's just it's going to be inherently political if you choose to have a message saying this or this, depending if I'm a Trump supporter, if I'm a blah or whatever. Yeah, I think that's my reasoning with the commercials. Um, I just find it. Very funny that uh, immediately there's the analogy to politics. Yeah, and that's me is, too. And with sports, yeah. not with the not with the commercials. Yeah, yeah. Like commercials make okay. sense, but with the sports, with mm-hmm. the sport game itself, with the with the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I think I think this is an example of America for me. America's desire yeah. to make everything a myth, to make everything a big legend story, a big a big story. Yeah. I think I've talked about this with you before, and I I think that. America uniquely, or not uniquely, but America has a real propensity, a desire to make myths, to yeah. have myths, to have big legends. The legend of Billy the Kid, the legend of the Sundance Kid, the legend of, you know, wider, the legend of the, you know, like of the big Western myths. Then you have Hollywood Hills, the glitter, the stars, right? To say nothing beyond, the, like, yeah. you know, the founding fathers. Well, the founding fathers. It's know? like everything <laughs> has to be big myth. Yeah. It has to be big myth. So when you take an event like a sports game, which is inherently apolitical, two dudes running at each other and smacking each other real hard Should is be, not a right? political or statement. You it's, would think it would be, Well, right? at, its, at its core element, mm. two dudes running at each other and padding is not a political thing. Yeah. Right? It's, it's an apolitical event. Yeah. But the people around it make it political and, and the sort of external forces. And mm-hmm. there's that desire to push it to this, to this mythic state immediately. I mean, like, every time there's a big event, You'll see a, an article, left wing, right wing, alt right, whatever, whatever political stance that mythologizes it. So I mean, look at the um, the Wall Street, you know, protests. Instantly a mythologization of that, right? You have Trump's run for presidency, instantly becoming this myth. This oh my god, it was the meme. They memed him into presidency, yeah, right? Yeah, this well. myth meme. Um, it's not. It's they didn't. There wasn't. There isn't enough people on 4chan to let alone sway one state, let alone one vote, right? Like. The co-opting of various 4chan memes does not mean that all... Like, how many 4chan users are there? Like, under a mil... I don't know. Less than a significant... Like, there's no way they could have actually memed him into existence, right? Now, does their support not count? No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that there's this idea that you can mythologize certain elements of things and then make them these sort of supra stories. So you have, like... So, do you think... Because this is, this is something I think. Yeah. Is that we kind of project our preconceived ideas already on things and that if Hillary had won like we somehow would have figured out fit a way to make the Super Bowl about that or something like that oh probably yeah Yeah. 
probably we probably would have probably would have seen like people go well I knew that Trump was going to lose so it was clear mm-hmm. from the start I mean it was very honor people would have probably said something like it's very brave of him to do that but and you know sadly the political system stays the status quo Alex yeah. Jones would have gone more <laughs> insane and claimed more conspiracy you would have done that any regardless actually so yeah you looked him up I looked him up last night he's still not accused Trump of being a lizard person um, he's just saying, you know, depth of email scandals prove Clinton's treasonous thing. Uh, yeah. He's got a new T-shirt that says Hillary for prison. Right. Wow. Um, yeah. Hillary for it's something. Yeah, something like that. Um, he's got a few other things. He's talked about how um, draining the swamp is ending the um, elite ped- pedophile ring that exists within uh, well, the Democrat. He's the one who started the... Or did he start the Pizzagate stuff? I believe so. Oh, God. Yeah. So, for anyone else who maybe doesn't know who Alex Jones is, he's just this crazy conspiracy guy. guy yeah. yeah. Uh, Super, like, libertarian, he calls himself. Yeah. What's interesting, too, is, like, the co-option of, like, myths or themes. So, for example, Spencer wears a, a Pepe pin. The, the, uh, green, the, the, the gr- Richard Spencer? Richard Spencer. Yeah, yeah Spencer. Sorry. He's, he was a... He, he's he kind is, of come to is. famous by getting punched in the face. Yeah. He is uh, a... He is a went viral. Nazi, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> he well, says I, he isn't I, a Nazi, but right. he is. Um, <laughs> but he, he wears a Pepe, which is this sort of green frog-like figure that's famous mm. on the internet, um, as a pin. And it's been co-opted um, by, by the alt-right, which mm. I find... Not annoying, but okay. I browse 4chan. I'm on the traditional games boards. Yeah, yeah. Does that mean I'm a horrible fascist pig or some alt right demon? That's not what makes you a horrible fascist. <laughs> um, to answer your question, the long, the long winded, yeah. uh, rambling response. I believe that commercials are inherently political. I believe that games are yeah. apolitical, but due to outside circumstances, become apolitical. And I think in America. Mm-hmm. The propensity and desire to create myths, these legends, yeah. makes it all that easier well, for an American kind of to do. Like sports in general, though, we like to yeah, create but the, like narratives around and stuff. But I think I think like any com- sport, yeah, it's true. But I think like, in comparison, Miracle on Ice, yeah. But I think that's always like you look at a European sports legend, like the German English games, right? England treats it as this, in 1960-something, it was a, yeah. a FIFA Cup between England and Germany. Oh, okay. Uh, West Germany, and England wins, and it's this big blah, 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 hooray. England <laughs> uh, England is this huge deal for them, mm-hmm. but Germany couldn't care less. Again, the the myths there are more <laughs> about like the story of yeah. the game itself rather than the political situation. Okay, so, so it's, it's not a little, like it's reflecting not, It's not reflecting on a politic. It's just like mm-hmm. the game itself is amazing because this, this, this hasn't happened. It's more... Mm-hmm. apolitical um i've rambled let's hear what you have to say no well, i kind of i kind of said some of the stuff that i that i think i i uh i mean i think that i've said already you know sports i think just generally like we make mm-hmm. narratives out of them uh the thing though um uh the thing the thing though like should they be i don't know if that's the right question to ask like should they be politicized um uh, like, like, is it is it fine? Is it okay that we have this? Is it a way of, you know, framing knowledge about the world? I, I, I'm not really see. Part of the reason why I asked is because I'm not exactly sure myself. 
Um, what about commercials? Let's let's let's, yeah. let's move past the game. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I feel like we're kind of in accordance. We're kind of agreeing on the game thing. The, the commercial thing is I kind of referenced it already. I mean, because like mm. Budweiser can release a, a thing of being all about ah, we're you know immigrant yeah. story. We're a hard luck, you know, but yeah. we 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 worked hard and we you know came to St. Louis and all that, and that's that's great and that's fine. But I don't think they really care whether or not like yeah, they're appealing anyone to anyone who they're appealing to well, the they don't care if a racist you know drinks. Their their beer, mm-hmm. or if you know a a, a liberal elite drinks yeah. their beer, or you know, uh, you know a hippie mm-hmm. or anything like that, right? Like, like that that's the thing that's weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how can you be a corporation? How can you be a company giving something like that and also hold these values? Yeah, like I mean, there are people like Ben and Jerry's, like for example, mm-hmm. like they're super like into social justice and mm-hmm. stuff because they're two hippies from Vermont, yeah. right? That makes sense. But then, like, but but I think in general, like when you get up to these huge things where they're multinational, millions and billions of dollars, right? Yeah. They don't care. Well, that maybe see it as a positive. Why would they be advertising it? Okay, let's let's see. Let's take the second. Okay, they don't care. No. But if they're advertising it like that, that indicates to the advertising people, or that's telling us that they think that the majority of people respond yeah, positively to true. things that are, let's I, say, classically left wing. I will say that is true. All of these commercials, even the silly ones, mm. are aimed at younger generation. Like there is yeah. very, there was very few. The one thing that always gets put a lot is like a sense of nostalgia yeah like this idea of like oh you know we need the the closest to that was this one spuds mckenzie who i had never heard of before mm-hmm. he was this dog thing i think also for budweiser mm. um i have no idea and yeah right he's just this dog <laughs> he was a ghost dog who shows up and he's like hey how's it going drink beer yeah. um but that's like the closest you get you get a lot of like like clint eastwood he did yeah. that one where it's 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 halftime in America or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, I mean, that was kind of a depressing Trumpian yeah. speech. But I mean, you get this kind of thing of being like, you know, yeah. And and the nostalgic stuff that you do get is like not really aimed at that though. It's a, I think I think you're right. Maybe that's a positive thing. Though. One one I, thing or that, I would one thing that, that right? always makes me sort of chuckle is that like mm. so you have we live in a society where to be accused of being racist is is very bad. If you're accused of being racist, you have to defend yourself. Yeah. Right? You have to explain why you might be... You have to offer some defense. So watching people go through the mental gymnastics of being angry at the commercials that show diversity... Yeah, and then having to say, "Well, we're not racist because," why? but there's yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, why do you not like this commercial? And they're like, well, it's because blah blah blah, and you're like, no, right. it's because you're racist. <laughs> to like, try like again uh, that pinning them down. Like, tell me, say it, say yeah. it. Say I know your words. You you really want? <laughs> I want to, to hear because yeah, yeah, that's what they yeah. that's what they're implying, right? But mm-hmm. that's the beauty of politics, mm-hmm. and I think and I think uh, the strength yeah. of it is that it, it's all about the implication. To yeah. quote, "It's always sunny." But the implication, yeah. right? It's the implication is what's important. And if you can drive home that message without appearing totally insane, you you've done it. Mm. And Trump walks that line. Yeah. He's yeah. very good at the implication. I mean, the closest you get to a pro-Trump commercial was the Arnold Schwarzenegger mobile strike, where yeah. he builds, builds a wall, a wall. <laughs> which is like yeah. not even it's a, it's a stupid dumb yeah, you know like game, game you play yeah. on your phone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's funny too because Arnold Arnold Republican, but not a very big Trump supporter. Yeah, he's he's a moderate. He's a moderate. Um, yeah. 
and also the host of I think the you, new Secret Celebrity or yeah, whatever, so that's good. The Apprentice. Yeah. Anyways, I, I, you know, I liked I liked our weird observation of the of the Super Bowl. It was fun. Yeah, no, yeah. it was good. Yeah, I, the, the only thing I was missing was chicken wings and oh, yeah. something else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, beer, beer. Eh. I drank all mine. <laughs> ah, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, Moving along <laughs> on our next topic. No. Else. <laughs> Hey, call in to our number 555 to get Alden helping. No. I took a dark nose turn. Uh, anyways, yeah. I'm I'm satisfied with that. Yeah, I'm good. I'm we'll, we'll take a little break here. We'll get, a, uh, get a message from our sponsors and uh, we'll come back right now. Welcome back to the show. Um, I'm Alden. This is Jacob. Just to recap, we just finished a discussion on the Super Bowl, and now we're moving right on in gracefully, <laughs> seamlessly, with no awkward segue whatsoever, to the discussion of music. Um, and actually, Alden, you were the one who came up with this question. Yeah. You were asking it. It was very interesting to me. And uh, yeah, why don't you just, just say, what you, say the, what you think? You the, know. the basic you question know was, what... like. What are some songs or albums, or what are three things? I believe it was three. Was it three? Two? What was my well, I just did. I, I divided it up. I didn't <laughs> I've write it down. My own I didn't write it down there. But um, it was essentially. I, I was like, what are some? Sections. What are three or two albums uh, or songs that sort of define a time period for you? Yeah. That are emblematic or thematic or choose your word there. That mm-hmm. that go okay. This thing represents this. So whenever you listen to that song or that album from. From here on out, you can't help but think about that year that Susie broke your heart or like whatever it was, you know, whatever thematic element that you pick from it. And I, I picked three songs. Mm-hmm. Well, one album, two songs. Wow. Three artists, basically. Three albums. Do, do I was wanna... really vague about the question, so. That, that's fine. I mean, the vague was all right. Open ended. Do you want to start with just doing one? I'll do, do I'll do one, do one and then you'll do one. I'll do one, you do one, I'll do one, you do one. Okay. I mean, sure. Yeah, go for yeah. it. So start uh, us off. Yeah. So the the first one uh, that I picked was to do. They're all from my high school years, mm-hmm. um, and I think the the really poncy overarching theme was like when I learned how to appreciate music. 
Like, that's <laughs> really funny because I picked so similar uh, yeah, similar themes. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think they're they're all for different ways. So the Shins was the first one with their album Wincing the Night Away, which was a 2007 release, and I listened to that a lot. I had a huge Shins binge. Um, the uh, Shins, like that. Uh, and it Shins was, binge. and Wincing the Night Away was especially good for me. It has a lot of the classics: Phantom Limb, Australia, um, a couple other ones that I'll, uh, I'm missing because again, I'm not a very uh, memory not good so good me <laughs> so the shins um for me were sort of an emotional tether uh during the during that year i was sort of starting to listen to more i was moving away from red hot chili peppers i was moving away from uh like i don't know more classic rock kind of stuff that yeah. my dad listened to like yes and like things like that yeah. and then the shins were sort of my first like indie exploration i was like oh interesting yeah. you can be sort of like clever with your lyrics you can have sort of these interesting sounds any particular song in general phantom uh, limb by yeah. far okay is that the one phantom limb i think that is phantom limb um maybe we can have and wincing the night away yeah. and yeah, yeah. I'll, we'll cut to a, a song right now i don't know which one Well, that was a great Any song. song. <laughs> Whatever song that was, whoo, it was a good one. No, um, the whole album for me really spoke to my 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 lonely, depressed teenage heart. Um, wow. Yeah, but it was it was an interesting exploration of sort of like, oh, this is this is a music that you can actually use to to talk about something very personal and a lover that's very sort of direct through stories. I don't know. It was it just struck a chord for me. Um, and I and I just devoured, devoured that music, um, like on a consistent basis mm. every day. It was like I'd listen to the whole album. Um, yeah, so that that was my emotional tether. That was two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah, wow. two thousand seven. You're ten years ago. Now. That's so weird. Yeah, and so crazy because if we're switching over to me, yeah, we'll, 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 I picked a very similar time in my life, mm-hmm. very similar time period yeah. in general okay. very strange um so yeah no i agree i i, I also went back to high school years mm-hmm. and all of these songs uh can like instantly if i hear them at the right time at the right moment can instantly like snap me back yeah to when i'm like in high school a seemingly simpler time yeah. like all of that angst oh, and yeah. like the oh, yeah. pain of <laughs> you know like like i mean i'm not like knocking it because it's like something everyone goes through but still um so i divided them up into three sections nice. because um each of them kind of represent like and i'll give some examples of each yeah. of them too but uh the good the bad and the ugly oh and i'm gonna start off with the ugly because let's Re- start at the bottom and reverse, work our way up to let's the let's reverse top. the title of yeah. the film i like it and the song that i think <laughs> is symbolic of this yeah. is one called uh the adventure by angels and airwaves don't know if you've ever heard of I've it. I've heard of the band. Here, but I've never heard here's of a little them. thing in here, right here. Oh, 
the thing about it, it's this is probably the best of a bunch, and what it represents is uh, the ugly side of my high school taste. And th- these these bands, uh, I and, and 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 I deem them ugly because they're like this maudlin, like yeah. sanctimonious, like very much like. I, I would almost call them like adult alternative, like if there was a way to put yeah. that, because it's like there's some other examples. I'll just throw out some other examples. There was one called a "Story of the Year," "Trapped," uh, "The Calling," "Sick Puppies," "30 Seconds to Mars," uh, "Dishwalla," which is a weird name, "The Used," "Quiet Drive." A lot of these ones are fronted by like adults, yeah, but they're singing about. Or their songs are touching on things that are like angsty. Yeah, that are like this is like. So it's the, like for immature adults. Yeah, this is like this is the and it makes sense. It makes sense that I would be uh, drawn to it at that point. Yeah. Because like you know that's what speaks to you at that time. But like looking back on it now, it's like yeah, you guys are just emotionally like immature. I don't mm. know, just based on the songs itself. Or is it? Very, or is it? Or is it cynical? Of me to say that? No, no, no. Is it cynical? Are they cynically using? You know, I don't think so because they're very serious about it. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, all these bands that I picked, they're very, very serious, serious about, about their it. musicality. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's a lot more like your like you talked about it on a previous episode about how much you hate like the pretense of mm. artists, yeah, yeah. and this feels a lot like like pretense. Thirty Seconds to Mars was Jared Leto's thing. Yeah, yeah. And if there's a if you go to the dictionary definition of pretentiousness, yeah. you know what you'll find. <laughs> Jared Leto's description? No, no, the definition of pretentious. Come on, Alden. (laughs) Don't be stupid. (laughs) Thank you, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, for that joke, by the way. Anyways, uh, so that's the ugly for me. The best, it's a catchy hook, kind of catchy stuff, but seemingly deep lyrics that aren't really when you think about them. Yeah. Anyways, um... What's yours? Well, on the on the on the band on the bandwagon of pretentiousness, uh-huh. uh, my next track is uh, or my next album is "Demon Days" by Gorillaz. Oh man! Yeah, so that nice. album I bought. I physically bought it way way back in when it came out, two thousand five. I bought it because it was like cool art, and I was like, oh, I've heard about the Gorillaz. And I hadn't actually, I hadn't actually listened to much. I'd heard like Clint Eastwood, like that was oh, yeah, it yeah. Of, of the stuff I'd known before. And I actually listened to it once, and I was like, I don't get it. I don't like it. I didn't like yeah. it. It sounded weird. It was. There was like one song I liked on it, yeah. which was like, it um, is weird. Oh, uh, uh, right? Green Days, like oh Green Days, like that's the one song. Really, I liked. that one? The one song I did like was that one. Wow, that's such a weird. But the other ones, I was like, eh, um, that I just didn't like. But then in 2007, again, I started listening to it again, like much more heavily, and I realized I'm like, oh, music can be experimental, weird, and still be like art, and mm-hmm. you can find like beauty in the weirdness. Like, I think this was the path where I went down until I ended up where I listened to, like, noise core, unironically. Like, I listened to, like, wall noise songs. And I'm like, hmm, yes. So I'm going to put in a little clip here of a band called Fuck Buttons. Um, and we'll just listen to this clip.
And so that's sort of the sound of it, right? Just this massive wall of noise, just... And I think that love of that music comes from me realizing with the gorillas and Demon Days, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you can be experimental. You can try stuff. Because Demon Days was weird. Like, it is a weird album. Hmm. Like, hmm. O Manana, and you have, like, uh, El Manana, and then you have, like, um, White Light, and, like, the fire coming out of a monkey's head. I suppose, too, if and that was, like, your first time. First you, taste. I mean, like, think again, about the like, context. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it coming is, to it in high school. Yeah, yeah it's, a weird, it's a weird it thing. Sense, now that you say and it. then, like, yeah. my favorite song, which I'm going to play now from it, is um, All Alone. Because there's this beautiful little mm-hmm. track of this woman singing. I'm not sure who the female artist is, but it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. So here it is. So that sort of like weird tonal uh, quality. Um, it was it was a very pretentious. I remember I remember walking around. I was walking up the stairs and I had it playing and I heard that bit and I was like, oh my god, it's beautiful. And I could just look around. And I'm like, I'm so much smarter and, and enlightened than everybody else. Mm. And of course, I had to go show my friend and be like, listen to this. It's amazing. And then he'd be like, yes, it is amazing. And we felt special and different. And it was a very um, illuminating album in that sense but i do listen to it now with a bit of sort of cringe like oh like i was a bit of a demon days no like because just personally oh, my, just re- thinking about my, my personal okay. reaction to it of me being so like <laughs> yeah. no like i love the album i say the it's cringe still, it's, is strong it's still actually yeah. my favorite gorillas album me too yeah it's still my favorite girls album plastic beach is very very good but that's better i prefer demon days yeah i like um, it better too um so that's that's the second one. It was it was the birth of pretentiousness in me, I mm. think, um, which was very important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I really true. need more of it. Yeah, I know. I just really liked the the. It was just the first music that I heard that I could really say like, oh, this is art as music, not music as art. Mm. If that makes sense. I makes sense to you. And it that's was art, all that's important. <laughs> it was art first and then music, not music first and then art. Okay. If that makes sense, like, because it would it had a clear story, right? It had a story of like yeah. this this sort of eventual well, collapse then, well, of a society, what right? About, like, what about the whole like, November is come a... and like this collapsing sort of yeah. ruin of a society? And then what about have... the whole them being like a fake? Like, See, that's what tripped me for a like loop band. too. When finding out, like, because at the time I was reading uh, William Gibson's uh, the for the longest time, the only book that I had available of William Gibson, who wrote, um, he sort of created cyberpunk was this book, Iduru, which was um, part of his Hard Light series, um, which is about a, a famous rock star at its core. The story is about a famous rock star who wants to marry a fake or an AI idol who is just a gestalt creation for the Japanese media industry. For the She's like a pop star, but she's not actually real. And he wants to marry this thing that's not real. But it is real to him, and it is real to everybody. It, it has a persona. It has a personality. It's this beautiful meditation on like mm-hmm. what is 
you know, what do we define as a soul? What is real? Then um, the gorillas themselves are, are. And I was reading it and listening to it. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. the parallels. They're in crazy. animated they are, bands. They are not yeah. real, but yeah. they are real because they have characters. Yeah. In the music video, they are characters. There's, yeah. you know, Noodle. There's um, Murdoch. Murdoch. Russell. Russell and, and 2D. 2D, that's right. So you have all these sort of characters, and then the fact that it's you know Damien at the the, yeah. the end of it, it's and then, an un- and whoever whichever and rapper Jamie, he's just, oh yeah well yeah, yeah the rapper on, on that on that track you're talking about yeah yeah whatever yeah. whoever it is yeah. oh, he, he had um, what's his name um, Mostaf he's had mm-hmm. uh, he's had a bunch I mean he he, MF Doom. he had MF Doom yeah. which he was collabs awesome. with a, everybody well, yeah <laughs> but yeah even the artist and so I think his name's Jamie something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he too, like, it's funny, because uh, I talk about the getting far off track here, but mm. we talked uh, in our first episode about the fact that they released a new song yeah. very soon, and yeah. it's, they they know how to manipulate media, and how to navigate, maybe not manipulate's the wrong word, because they're not really, yeah. but they know how to navigate it yeah. in a way that's very commendable. Yeah, and, very, and very, very interesting. Very natural. Like and yeah. artistic, right? Yeah. I think it's very... Because it's commentary. I don't know. That's what. And I, I just like, remember. But... I just remember at the time that people, when Gorillaz first came out, the fact that it wasn't a real band. I remember reading reviews. People saying this isn't a real band. Then, yeah. like, they, why would you have these fake characters? Like, people were like questioning. Yeah. Why people, bother? Why right? bother? <laughs> and like, but now it's seen as like, yeah, of course. Like, you know, you know, like Daft Punk. They Daft have all their egos. Yeah, right? exactly. This idea, but they're yeah. just taking it to its logical extreme. Yeah. It's this sort of. Oh yeah, that's you know, true. They're like you know you have an alter ego as Daft Punk. But you're still people. Right, this is yeah. like the extreme example where it's like yeah. we've created yeah. people. Mm. They are real. Yeah, but, Noodle Noodle had a Tinder account for a yeah. little bit. Or <laughs> eHarmony or something yeah, like yeah. that. It's yeah. <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, so that's that's my second yeah. album. I would so I guess if you've got your your good, bad, ugly theme, mine yeah, is I mean um, you don't have to do it. You know. <laughs> the same way. Emotions. Yeah, and then pretentiousness. <laughs> that would be that would be the shins for emotions, and then pretentiousness for for gorillas. All right, so back well, over to I'm going to bring us down a bunch because I'm starting off with the bad, and I should put an asterisk here because this is the bad in terms of kind of embarrassed and like mm. this isn't like two music snobs and stuff like this this probably shouldn't be considered because this is more this is way more mainstream but i still really enjoy it and i enjoy them too today even yeah. too and the second the second song that i picked out was uh hum hallelujah by fallout boy a fallout boy yeah they're good On the surface, mm-hmm. I think it shares a lot of similarities with uh, the ugly, mm-hmm. but I don't know something about this vein of music. And I think you could also put in stuff like Panic at the Disco mm-hmm. and like My Chemical Romance, mm-hmm. and maybe to a lesser extent something like Block Party. Mm-hmm. I think they have more 
thought put behind them oh, uh, yeah. personally and 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 also they kind of know what they are i think better than they never try and be something else <laughs> right yeah i mean like i think block party is kind of the the, the odd, weakest the odd man well yeah. no actually i think they're the odd man out because i mm. feel like they're even more yeah. pushed pushing mm-hmm. the boundaries but like this mainstream stuff of fallout boy they've never been afraid to do weird stuff too like folly i do or yeah. however you say it right um uh that was really weird yeah had a lot of strange songs on it but they're also super catchy and super yeah. like awesome yeah. so um yeah so you know what i, I you know I, I feel like it brings the good from the ugly mm. and takes Pol- out the bad it polishes it and and still i still i would consider it the bad because that's technically what you're supposed to say it is but i still enjoy it that's and if you take it back to that yeah if you take take me back if i listen to a song like that i will remember walking to school or walking home or like walking the halls or something and just having that play in my head and getting myself pumped up you know yeah. like it was just a way to i don't know it, it was it was it was fun and enjoyable I think so. I, I think no. that's the that's the pretentiousness again like you you feel guilty yeah. for liking a band i always know yeah. Like, even people who like, you know... Um, Justin Bieber? I love Justin Bieber. Justin right, Bieber's latest album is, like, fucking amazing. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing. The, the, hate, the hate on musicians is always so, like, oh, they're bleh, whatever. It's this pretentiousness, again. It's this sort of, like, they don't make real music. Now, obviously, I, I do... I still carry that within me. Like, I don't think that, like, you know, what's his name? Toby Keith or whatever the... Was that his name? What's this? The country music, yeah, star, like yeah. exactly. I don't think he's a musician. <laughs> like, I don't Are we in my pickup. Yeah, show? like I'm not gonna lower music to his yeah. level because um, it's just it's a pattern that he just picks and he just sings about his truck, his wife, or whatever. Fuck it, a bar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like Fall Out Boy, you know, I have I haven't listened to much of it, but I've mm. uh, the the fact that it's catchy and fun that should be commendable enough like if you can yeah. make a catchy song that makes people dance yeah. your job's done that's that's ultimately mm-hmm. what I think if yeah. you can make a song that people are humming along to or catchy and like tapping their yeah. toes you, you're a musician you've done it you've, yeah. you've did it I you've mean I will say some of their more they came out with something soon I haven't really listened to it that <laughs> much but there is one song that I've been listening to a lot and it's their it's the remix it's it has Wiz Khalifa but very very briefly mm. it's the remix of uh, uh, Uma Thurman and I've been listening to it a lot so maybe yeah. playing a thing right there. All right, sure. Um, but yeah, so that's like a rebirth of that mm-hmm. showing up in my life today. Yeah, cool. Anyways, yeah. cool. The What's rebirth of the bad. The, yeah, yeah. So you you have another. So one? my my last one here. Um, What's my last one here? Hold on. Oh, yes. I remember. Um, so this was a band that sort of taught me that... Um, so I've always played piano. Uh, and I didn't really consider myself a musician. I consider myself like a piano player. I was like, I play piano. It's my thing. Um, How is and that then different this, than a musician? A mus- I like singing, basically. Oh, okay. Like a singer, okay, okay, like, okay. Like a, right. I've considered myself... like Because a musician, in my mind, is somebody who makes music. A, a piano player just plays other dead people's songs. Mm. Right, I I play somebody else's song that they wrote, and I'm, it's it's no better than plagiarism. You are just copying somebody. You're putting your own variation on it. I'm not disparaging piano players; they're some of the most gifted musicians. But I didn't think I was skilled. That was basically what it came down to. Mm. Um, so this band uh, or this person slash band, Beirut. Ah, uh, Beirut. Beirut. Yeah, no, Beirut <laughs> is amazing. And so Beirut uh, came along at a time in my life again, 2007. Um, I started listening to a lot of them. And uh, it came about through a friend. And when I started listening to it, I'm like, oh, 
when I sing, I sound like him. And he's only really using a piano and his voice. Like, a lot of his early mm-hmm. stuff is literally just him and his yeah. whatever he's got. And it sort of, like, opened my eyes to the possibility of, like, oh, potentially I could do this. Like, I can make music and it's not something I should be, like, ashamed of. Yeah. Or something that I think is lesser. Now, I still struggle with this idea that my music is crap. Like, I, I think every, no. every... Well, no, it's not fishing for compliments. It's just something that happens. <laughs> but it's, like... That was the sort of the germ, the the thing. I was like, yeah. I, what, I, you know, I'm sort of drawly and I slur my words when I sing, and he's drawly and he barely makes sense when he's yeah, singing. He I have barely, no idea. barely. Know I have what no idea what any of the, th- yeah. the songs are. About. <laughs> so, like, I'm gonna play I a clip here much from, attention, but... uh, in the mausoleum. like as you can see you hear you can barely understand what he's saying instead of like just this it's about the uh, feeling and the emotion of the song that sort of generates and it is a sort of like this rocking back and forth rhythm and listening to him um play and listening to the band play was definitely sort of eye-opening in a sense so if we have emotions pretentiousness the last one is sort of like hope or like aspiration inspiration yeah inspiration some aspiration aspiration, some sort of like goal to set myself towards because I sort of started, that was 2007 when I sort of seriously started thinking, like, I can write music for myself. Now, did I take it seriously? No, because I've only released two albums in the past. <laughs> only? Two, Come on, man. <laughs> and they're tiny. They're micro things. But, uh, plenty of people haven't even done that much, man. But they're micro. They're like yeah, less than saying. 20 minutes. But regardless, um, that was sort of the nice. germ. Thank yeah. you. The germ of it, um, and I do. I also just really like Beirut. Like it's just a good, yeah, just good music. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he releases something soon. No, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Wow, it's it's funny because the last one of mine kind of lines up similarly mm. uh, in some ways. Uh, the last one is the good, and the song that I picked out is called "It's Okay." Uh, my good is okay uh, the joke there somewhere but it's called it's it's okay uh by this band called land of talk and here give me a little bit of a snippet of it To me, if somebody asked me what's your favorite song, I would probably say this. Oh, really? Um, to me, it's a perfect blend of like um, melancholy, mm. kind of wistful, 
but it's also I don't know it's it's mysterious because honestly after listening to it for for forever since high school obviously I still don't really know what the lyrics are about she says um, maybe when I die I get to be a car driving in the night lighting up the dark and like I still like I kind of know the lyrics but I, honestly if somebody asked me to say like I would mm. barely know but mm. it's just about a feeling and it's yeah. uh it really I don't know it's 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 okay with me to not know exactly what the mm. song means and I think if I did know what the song meant if I knew it was about like her turning into a car right <laughs> or like or like <laughs> some, something like like yeah. an abortion or like yeah, some crazy she, like yeah, it's very metaphoric. metaphoric like I wouldn't enjoy it as much like mm. I'm I'm I like that I don't know what it's about mm-hmm. um and so on a higher level beyond the the individual song thing i think this is the one kind of to echo some stuff that you were talking about this is kind of my journey into deeper music um more indie Mm -hmm. more interesting stuff more kind of reflective um things like uh the national for example Mm -hmm. got really into them too right around the same time and also weirdly enough uh female fronted bands like Mm. indie bands because that's line of talk Metric, yeah, yeah. They, they are on my list. Metric, yeah. uh, Joy Farmidable, yeah. uh, Company of Thieves, War Paint, The Go Team, oh, Grace, nice. Grace Potter. Yeah. Um, Do you ever listen to Obiju? Grimes? Uh, no, I've never listened to uh, Obiju. I'm going to put a sample in right now. Sure. They're actually broken up. They were a super group, and they were formed. Um, unfortunately, they don't. So they're, they're, they don't yeah. make any more music. But um, I saw them four years ago, five years ago, on um, their last sort of leg of their tour. Um, mm-hmm. But they're uh, they're a really interesting little group. They're like seven people, and yeah, I don't know. I think I'd recommend listening to them. I'll check it out. Yeah, they're good. That um, song that I listened to just <laughs> sounded really good. Uh, so you know, <laughs> sick reference, bro. I don't know why you're laughing. It was a good song. <laughs> um, but yeah, in general, the good represents you know I'm I'm pretty progressing. I, yeah. I, you're forward motion. Yeah, yeah. I'm satisfied. I'm not embarrassed by this pick. I'm not embarrassed by the group of yeah. things that happen there. Mm-hmm. So, and that will always bring me back to sitting doing my homework in study hall. Weirdly mm. enough, mm. like very specifically, because there was this one. Um, place in the library where you can work by yourself and I remember I was just like it was a melancholy day and the song came out and it was just like boom perfect yeah. I don't know anyways that's good no it's, yeah. it's interesting the tether right I mean like they often talk about yeah. how smell is, is associated with memory but I think music uh, yeah. I mean it's obviously associated with a lot of things um, it's just interesting how everyone can ascribe different weight to music right like yeah. if I listen to a song that you have deep meaning to to me it's just a song to you it's Right, yeah. Some huge story. Or, or we right? can listen, like, we both can listen to Demon Days and get yeah. something different. Yeah, it, exactly. You know, still enjoy it. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. No, I, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed all the all the samples you've shown me today, so I'm glad i got more stuff to look for now. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, any last thoughts? No, I just like this, and if we ever do it again, yeah. uh, I have 
other things yeah totally in store yeah we should, no, we should write like a, a an intro to this what should we call yeah. it tweet us tweet us your suggestions <laughs> at realhumanbing.tweets that tweets yes. yeah um no we'll, we'll we'll probably do i think maybe we'll do uh film oh Sweet. really okay. yeah we can we can just media right we can do All right. like things. something that takes you back yeah like maybe just oh. one film right yeah. like, well obviously yeah Right. been three songs you can switch it up right it's like the nostalgia time <laughs> oh that's good yeah. I like that yeah. nostalgia yeah. time yeah. and chicken all did even though they're both in their 20s <laughs> hey nostalgia can hit at any time I remember I was six years old when my first alright anyways we're gonna take a break here <laughs> and uh thanks for listening guys <laughs> uh, so last one do you want to just do any order of business wrap it up All right, welcome back. Uh, we'll just have a quick little section here. Right. Um, oh, it's not too long. Uh, we have to right. come back from the yeah. break. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so we, we about, about an episode, the first episode, we talked about New Year's resolutions. A whole two episodes ago. ago. Can you imagine that time, Alden? Oh, it was two weeks ago, wow. I think. A week and a half ago? Can't even remember. No, I have no memory <laughs> of anything. We talked about our New Year's resolutions. Yes, we though, did. Right? And uh, and we're just going to check in, see how we're doing. Now, uh, I have still have my New Year's resolutions list. Yeah. Um, so I can I can tell you specifically. Specifically what which, it was. Which yeah. ones I've been crushing. <laughs> <clears throat> so exercise each day? No. Yeah. No, I've failed. Yeah, yeah. I maybe exercise once every week now. Mm. Uh, limber arm and stretch each day? I've actually been on this one. Um, focus on one game a day? Nope. Write each day? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, increase discipline? You have, you've been writing? Each day. Each day? Not what on like, just on, well, it depends. Right? Sometimes it's like in my journal. Sometimes it's like uh, a bit of a short story. Sometimes I, you know, write just like random free throw thoughts. Just sort oh, of something, good. right? Yeah. Just something. Just make make me write. Make me challenge. Or maybe I'll make a little like, what, I have to write a story about uh, a girl who lost a flower. You know, like just 10, you know, like, X amount of words, just trying that. No, and, really. You know, delete it, whatever, move on with my life, right? Just write something. Okay, well, that's good. Um, increased discipline? Nope. Well, I mean, if you've had the discipline to carry out one of these, then that counts, right? <laughs> yeah, kind, kind of. of. Create yeah. something each day? Um, I'm not just, really. I'm confused as to how create something is different than I mean, like, something. writing is specific creation. Creation in general okay, doesn't, it, but it doesn't fulfill the, <laughs> it's not a subset, it's like a subset requirement. And then organize and maintain collections. Uh, you did that. Yeah, I'm crushing that. Yeah. It's crushed. So, one, two, three, maybe one third of my resolutions I've been on top of. Wow, hey, that's um, that's actually a lot better than I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Um, but yeah, that's 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 where I'm at. How about yourself? Um, so I, I didn't have as many as you, I just had the kind of three and they're more general, but, uh, first one was exercise, which I think we both, uh, nope. hit on this, <laughs> nope, not at all, uh, write more, uh, which was my, my one, cause yeah, it was like reflective writing, like yeah. blogging and stuff, and kind of, I mean, I count this, honestly, yeah, well, honestly, right. I would say this has been 
what's been driving me to do it more. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's like kind of. Yeah. Uh, I, I could still do it more and still be satisfied. But mm-hmm. for now, I don't know, baby mm-hmm. steps. Uh, organized schooling stuff, like get more stuff with that. No, I have. Today was the first day I went back into the office and uh, I didn't really get anything done. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Anyways. It's sad, man. Yeah. In uh, general. We'll but there. I think resolutions are meant to be failed. You know, you resolve to fail. <laughs> That's really depressing. That's life. I mean, ultimately, nothing matters. We die, so. On that note, we've been real human beings uh, searching for answers. I've already found poorly. My- <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. See you next week. <laughs> I've already found mine in the cold embrace of death.